0: aren't so good at the short speeches. But I'll speak for myself. <laughs> I have the schutz of being able to teach my third graders Parsha's Chayi Sara. You know the Parsha is called Chayi Sara when the Parsha precisely begins speaking about to be passive to be deaf Sara you may know I think it's very fitting to speak about my mother, Chaya Rocco, to be able, at this point, to be able to highlight the, the, life, the life of my mother. Of course, I want to be able to thank every single person who was involved in taking care of my family, taking care of my mother when the time was needed. I just want to highlight... Particularly my incredible family and siblings and my siblings and mom. Whose input was so unparalleled. My brother mentioned the idea of Kula Kedusha. I want to take just a, a little bit of time to talk about that concept of Kedusha. What exactly is Kedusha? It's a word that in, in our our Yiddish Kaya, in our religion, that we speak about a lot, we throw it around a lot. You can't really, can't really see it, you can't really touch it, you can't feel it. What is Kedusha? <laughs> but we know it's there, we take it very seriously, and from a very young age, I got to learn what exactly Kedusha is, when, as a little kid running through the Ezra notion the ladies' section and shul. I wasn't wearing a hat at the time. And mommy would stop me and tell me to stand still because they were reciting Kedusha. And I knew that was something you had to stop. You had to respond. Because there's Kedusha. And then, my brothers and I, we had the schus to be able to sing and share and return the Kedusha to her on several occasions when we got to stand at the Amud. And there was nobody who appreciated our singing of Kedusha the way my mother did, and of course, my my mother was my single biggest fan at the altar. Not only was she my biggest fan, but we know that uh, I was the favorite. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Mandy and I made it easy. <laughs> but I got to understand what exactly is kedusha, kaddish. To be able, even when she came in for the upsharing, I'm living in Hollywood, Florida, she came into the upsharing, and we were able to tell she wasn't in good condition, she was having trouble walking, and she made it her business. I only know from people who told me that she wanted to stand up during every single Kaddish, because Kaddish is a double of <coughs> Kedusha's basic nessas when she was in a shul that was different it was uplifted it was elevated it was kadosh nothing bothered her more than the disrespect to Kadusha's basic nessas as Harav Lehrfeld already mentioned if it had anything to do with being dressed a certain way in shul or a way you talk in shul talking in shul period It very much bothered her, because there's Kedusha. And now she doesn't have to fly out to hear me sing Kedusha. She will have to wait 11 months to hear me and my brother sing Kedusha for her. But she won't have to travel anywhere. We won't have to travel anywhere for her, for her to hear a Kedusha. The Kedusha of the Shabbos table. No one appreciates near us at the Shabbos table the way my mother did, and every time we sing at the Shabbos table, it's never going to be the same. But at least we know what Kedusha is. That was the first Makruda that I wanted to talk about. The second Nikuda that I want to focus on has something to do with MS. And I'm gonna use my words very, very carefully. Because my mother was Doresh MS. She was Doresh S L MS. And I'm not talking about knowing what the MS is. I'm not talking about having that monopoly on what MS is, because in this world. No one really knows what the NS is. But she searched for it. She wanted to find the NS. And she was always very, very skeptical because she knew that we were an ulama sheker. She knows that the things around us, that there's that there's sheker afoot, that not everything that you see is what you get. And she knew that because this was an Olam sheker, she had a very profound sense of understanding that we do not belong here. Hashem put us here, we have a mission to do while we're here, but she knew more than anybody else that we do not belong here. And she tried to impart that every single second, that this is not where we belong. And Chazal tell us that the olam is When you see the olam ha'anas, is not what you see down here. And she knew that what she was looking at down here wasn't the real thing. She knew it. And she tried to make everybody else know it. That this is not where we belong. And I believe very, very firmly, very strongly that this is where her need of Tzipisa Yeshua came from. Her yearning for the Geula, for the salvation, for the redemption, it was because she knew that we do not belong here. realizing that Tisha B'av is not something that we just we observe once a year and then we go on to Shabbos Nachamu, where, okay, we have the now where we're all decided comforted. On the contrary, to cite the psukim that my brother already cited. <laughs> this voice on height and it's a bitter crying Refusing, adamantly refusing to be comforted. For her children, because they are no longer. Like Yaakov Avinu in this week's Parsha, who could not be comforted when his son was not around. Because just to accept Nechama means to just accept the reality as it is in front of you. To say, oh, this is what it is my mother wouldn't accept it. And as was also mentioned, when my mother was admitted into the hospital, the week of Parsha Tzvay for anyone who knows my family, everything is connected to the Parsha, and not one of us dared to utter a word, the words that we were all thinking about in Parsha Tzvay We were all thinking it. Not one of us dared utter the word because we did not want to accept it refusing to accept what was in front of us, to be Mikado. She passed in the week of Parshish Vayeshev, the birth of parents, the birth of Mashiach. That was more my mother's speed. as I said, refusing to accept what's in this world as the be-all, end-all. Refusing to accept the pain of the children of Klai Yisrael. For those who also knew my mother, every single tzara of Klai Yisrael, every tragedy of Klai Yisrael was real to my mother. She identified. Because every single, every single member of Klai Yisrael, especially each child and baby she saw as her own, Mivaka al She had two children, but all of Klai Yisrael is called the the refusing to accept the pain and the suffering of Klal Yisrael, and demanding of a Kaddish Baruch as the Medrash depicts, demanding of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And so, when is it going to be this way? Sometimes we ask the question, why? As my brother said, we don't know the answer to that question. And the truth is, we wouldn't know what to do with the answer if we had the answer to that question. The question is not why. The question is, on I must until what point? Until what point? Until what point? Do members of Christ have to be experiencing Taurus? Until what point does my family have to experience Taurus? Until what point... Does my father have to continue crying? Admasai. And as the Navi continues, Mini the Navi tells, Meenu, withhold your voice from crying. And now in Olam said, my mother no longer has to cry. Because there is reward for all of your toil, for all of your toil, all of the hard work that you've done. There is hope for your future, your achris, your your end, your destination in the alma MS. There is a future. There is a destination. There is reward. Such handsome reward in that, in that future. In the Ha'emes. My mother's in the Ha'emes. That was the Olam she wanted to be, and she always wanted the MS. She now has the MS. My only concern is the rest of us in Olam Hazer. Because in the meantime, in Olam Hazer, who in Olam Hazer will continue to daven? Shachas, Mincha, Nailav, Tbilim, Perikshira. Following my sister. Who is going to continue to in around the clock for the children and the babies of Kwa Yisrael? Who is going to walk my baby brother and sister to their chuppah with my father? Who is going to incessantly remind us that we don't belong here? Who is going to demand the HaKadosh Baruch Hu Adma's side? (laughs) Daddy Tati. In her lifetime, you were her rock and strength. You always held her up. now forever, she will hold you up. With Grandpa Myron, and Grandma Annette, and her father Grandpa David, and Kayla Rose, we'll do our part. I just want to close by asking Makila. Because my greatest my greatest fear within my relationship with my mother and in the better part of these past twenty-nine years that I did not provide for you the Duke Habad that you deserve as my mother I only hope that while I'm still here that while you're still in front of me during these moments that we are giving you the Kavad Aharon that my brothers and sisters and siblings-in-law and my father can give you the cover that you deserve the cover that we didn't give you you are alive, the cover that we hope to give you for the rest of our lifetime. I love you, Mommy. for imparting the lessons of kedusha and Dresha, LMS and C P Siddurah, Yeshua and we'll continue to sing kedusha to you Tehezeh,